Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Victoriously Anointed Podcast with me, Lynn Stacy. I am so glad that you could join me for day two on the Faith Series on um, this August 14th, Sunday morning. Um, so today, we're going to talk about overcoming the enemies of fear. But before we get into that, if you have not checked out the series on Bible Talk Tuesdays concerning King David, I encourage you to go and click on those King David series links that we're doing on this month and the month of August and I also encourage you to um, check out the faith series which is going to be on Sundays and if you did not check out last week I hope and pray that you will go and you would check that out um, and I also want to give you some updates. I have been posting um, on YouTube um, the videos. If you're interested in um, watching the videos right now, it's just the interviews for Saturday um, that are being posted on um, the YouTube channel. And if you're interested in kind of following along with that, then you can go um, Lynn Stacy Studios YouTube page and you can um, press subscribe on it to get more information. Um, and we're, I'm going to start something called um, a Bible Basics, um, Bible 101 series, where I just kind of go um, back to the um, just Bible basics, things that you might not think about if you've been in church your whole life um, until people start asking you questions. And so you can um, go on there and if you're interested in learning more about the Bible, because I'm always talking about seeking God, seeking God. Um, well, I'm going to help you to seek. I'm going to give you some tools and some information that help you to become a better seeker of God that are just kind of help you um, empower you in your word life and in your walk life. Um, so if you want to go and subscribe to the YouTube channel and then they're just going to be um, other little um, playlists and other little videos too as well to go with the Lynn Stacy Studios brand and I'm so excited about the things that are coming up that God is working out that he's preparing me for the things that he's going to just um, open up the windows of heaven and and just pour out a blessing that I don't have room enough to receive and just being able to be able to just be connected with different people and different sources and different things like that I am so excited about the things um, that God is doing. And in order for those things to come to pass, I have to be able to walk it out by faith. I have to walk by faith. And um, for me and for anyone else that wants to see the blessings of God um, flowing in your life, you have to overcome the enemies of faith. So we're going to get into today's topic. Uh, today's topic is about overcoming the enemies of faith. Um, if you want to if you want faith to be effective in your life, you can't hang out with these enemies. You have to treat them as what they are and respond to them in such a manner. Um, so what are those enemies of faith? You have fear and doubt and disbelief, worry, discouragement, procrastination and laziness. And I'm sure um, I may be missing a few, but these are some of the heavy hitters um, and they will sit on you. Sometimes um, when you're, especially when you're trying to get things done and accomplish uh, for your godly um, purpose um, in life, um, these things, they will try to come and they will try to sit on you. And sometimes they will rob you of um, different things in your life. And then God has to go back in and repair and restore and different things like that. Um, so, and, um, they, they'll help you come up with the right kind of excuses to fit the right situations just so you can feel justified and not doing. And they are all homeboys with misery, complacency, and mediocre living. They are, um, they want you to, those, those things, fear, doubt, um, disbelief, worry, discouragement. I'm not saying that we all won't um, be a victim of them um, here, and, here and now and again because we're all human beings and we experience different emotions. Um, that's why you have to overcome them. Um, when you overcome something, that means that you have to um, take it, you have to take it on. You have to face it. You have to deal with it. And 
and you have to do the opposite of whatever it is that um, the thing is wanting you to do. So if, if this if this one if fear is wanting you to have fear, um, if this is making sense, then the thing that you need to do is to have courage and be bold and don't be um, don't live in that fear. Um, don't live in that doubt. Don't live in that discouragement. Find a way to get encouraged. Um, if you are discouraged, find a way to um, back to encouragement. Um, and how do you do that? Um, that I don't know. Uh, what encourages you? I know for me, it's praising God. It's praying and fellowshipping with God, having that alone time. Sometimes it's um, hearing from a friend that I haven't heard from in a while. Sometimes it's going to be around my family and kind of drawing strength from them. Sometimes it's it's just different things that help to encourage you. Sometimes whether you guys realize it or not, sometimes it's for, it's getting up and having a job to go to that's giving you something to do in life. So when you feel discouraged, sometimes you have to do the things that encourage you to begin to find your way back to that. Um, and just worry when you begin to worry, sometimes you have to go back to trusting God trust in God because uh, these things are uh, they are enemies of faith they are enemies of faith anything to not get you to trust and believe what God said anything that, that would stop you from doing um, the thing that God has told you to do um, to, for, to to forsake your God-given purpose um, those um, things they will they'll try to come they'll they'll try to do a sneak attack on you uh, come around the back way from somebody else and then um, be sitting up around you and you be like what in the world is going on here <laughs> So uh, there's nothing wrong with simplicity and different things like that. This has nothing to do with the size of the blessing. It has everything to do with just um, your, your the inward parts and you just willing to um, just um, have faith. Uh, so uh, just having faith. I'm, uh, so let's keep on going. Um, these things love being attached to whoever will allow. Um, whoever will allow know that you are um and no, hold on, Who, whoever will allow, you guys, I'm struggling through this right here. And um, whoever, and they'll cause you to live below your means. And before you step into materialism, as far as living below your means, I mean, let me show you um, how you can live below your means and just kind of, um, and feeling like it's okay to just, um, for you not to be blessed. Uh, and when God wants to bless you, when God wants to bless your life and you say, well, I don't believe it's for me to be blessed. You're living below your means. When God says I'm giving you an abundant, um, abundant life, meaning that, um, you have, it's, it's something with the inward parts that you, you have joy and peace. And then you say, I don't feel and worthy of those things. So I'm not going to live in joy and peace. Um, that's, that's part of living below your means. Um, usually we think about it as, as far as materialism is a concern, but sometimes you have to look, take a look on the inside and say that, you know, I'm living below who and what God wants me to be and who he has created me to be sometimes you can have all the things around you all the people you feel like you have around that you need around you and you still can be living below who you truly are and only you know that you know whether or not there's more inside of you that God has for you you know whether or not that you're um dimming your light you know that whether or not um you're just kind of um just going through the the motions and the circumstances of life and being just enough to where you won't cause an alarm and being just enough to where you won't um cause any trouble so uh you know those things so uh, I'm going to keep on going and I want you to go with me to the story of Gideon, Gideon and Judges chapter 6 and we're going to talk a little bit about Gideon and how his faith grew over time as he began to walk with God um, and I'm just going to kind of do a brief uh, a brief overview of like the story of Gideon and then you can go and read it in Judges chapter 6 so Gideon um, the, the children of Israel have been overtaken by their um, enemies called the Midianites um, and Gideon has this conversation with the angel of the Lord um, and, and he's 
kind of like and Gideon starts to kind of like um hang out with some of those enemies of um doubt with complaining and and just uh with doubt and because of the circumstances that had befallen them he was looking at the circumstances around them being taken into bondage and captivity and the circumstances that kind of brought that out and led to that and so um, he, he felt like God had forsaken them because this was the same God that delivered um, us from out of the hands of the Egyptians and which was the, his, the forefathers that they delivered out of the hands of the Egyptians. And so that God has had to have truly forsaken us to allow something like this to have come upon us. Um, that was Gideon's mindset. But um, the thing about it was this is how I know Gideon still had faith in what God could do because he brought up the uh, he, he recalled to his mind. It says this I recall to my mind. Therefore, I have hope. He recalled to his mind um the thing that god did for the israelites with egypt the miracles he recalled that to his mind this is how i know he had faith it's just his faith had to be fed and god gave him the right assignment to feed the um, faith that he did have um you got to start with the um, size of the faith that you do have sometimes uh, uh, our faith can be so small uh, sometimes um depending on where you are it's okay to have microscopic faith and allow God to build it so it can be seen by the human eye. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay to have uh, the faith the size of a mustard seed will move mountains. And if I'm just like, if a faith the size of mustard seed will move mountains, what can a uh, what can a pea size uh, faith do? What kind of what kind of almond size faith do? You know what I'm saying? And so, um, and it's okay if your faith isn't where it needs to be because God can feed it, and God knows the right circumstances, the right. Situations situations the right different things that are kind of bring your faith out of you and so he gave Gideon the right assignment in order to bring his faith out of him I'm I have uh, I'm going to send you to help deliver the people from the Midianites which was Israel's enemies I'm going to send you and I believe God chose him because he cares so much and so Gideon, you know, sometimes you hear things and it's kind of like you have to be make sure that I'm actually I actually am receiving this from God. Even when a person comes to you and they tell you something that's so great and so profound, it's kind of like, well, I hear what you're saying, but let me just take a step back and just make sure that this is coming from God. So what Gideon does, he's wanting confirmation. And so he goes to get unleavened cakes and um, some different things and he brings it back to um, the angel of the Lord. He didn't know that it was the angel of the Lord just yet. And he put the angel of the Lord takes what he gives him and he puts it on top of a uh, of the rock and then a fire comes up from out of the rock and consumes it consumes it and so that lets Gideon know that this is confirmation for me that this is coming from God now am I going to say that confirmation looks like this no that's what God was doing then um God does different things for different generations that's what he did for Gideon um so just because you don't see that type of fire don't mean that God can't put a fire in your belly and in your soul um and so uh pretty much just confirmed to Gideon that uh uh he was going to uh, God was going to do what he was going to do so at first Gideon didn't believe what was spoken. He was too wrapped up in what had happened and what was happening. Sometimes we can get so uh, wrapped up in the things that are happening around us that we forget that God can make a way, that God can do impossible things, that God is just, he can just do it. Whatever it is that needs to be done. He says, I am, I am the great I am. I am the name that's set up for me as a memorial. This is what I want you to remember me by as being I am. I am whatever you need. I am your everything. I am the, um, the good father. 
the great I am. Faith would demand that you take your eyes off of what you may have faced. That it, faith would demand, let's say it again. Faith would demand that you take your eyes off of what you may have faced in the past, what you may be currently standing in and or what you may be getting ready to face and make and cause you to Put your attention and your focus on the possibilities of what God can do and the in, in spite of what you've gone through and in the midst of your situation. So Gideon had to trust God. And the thing about that I like about this story of Gideon, the thing I like about it, if you keep on reading, if you go to um, where I said that the story of Gideon was, which is in Judges chapter six, if you keep on reading, you will see where Gideon, um, he throughout his journey, this is how he took God on his journey with him. Throughout his journey, he kept on continuously asking God, for confirmation that he went a little he went and did one thing and then when he would go to the next assignment he would ask God for the confirmation needed in order to go forward there is nothing wrong with asking God for the confirmation that you need in order to complete your assignment God is more than um more than willing to confirm it to you but the thing about it is have you completed the step that you're on (laughs) have you completed the step that you're on because sometimes we get so wrapped up into um what's ahead what what we're facing ahead and sometimes that that looking too far ahead and being so focused on that that you're not focused on the step you're on now that can cause worry that can cause fear that can really cause you to kind of like um that can hinder you and and making you because you're not focused on where you need to be sometimes it's get your focus on where you need to be um and there's nothing wrong with looking at the future there is absolutely nothing wrong blesses he that's um um blesses he that's leaving inheritance right uh uh so I'm not um, saying there's anything wrong with looking at the future, but I'm going to keep on going. So um, we get to verse 14 and 15, and we will see how Gideon's perspective begins to grow away from the situation, growing in him, him, growing him uh, to, into the possibility of God's deliverance. When God gives you a uh, when God gives you different assignments and callings and purposes to carry out, there is a reason why He pinpointed and chose you for the task. I believe Gideon cared enough about what had happened that faith was still in him. It just had to be fed with the right assignment from God, and I know faith was still there. And I told you how I knew faith was still there because he recalled to his mind what God had already done, what God had already done. And so, um, even though, uh, he said that, you know, God had forsaken him, forsaken Israel, um, God was getting ready to show him, no, I haven't forsaken Israel and I'm getting ready to use you. And something that Gideon did too, he was looking at his status in life. He said, We're, I'm from the poorest tribe and I'm the least of them, the least, I'm the least in the poorest tribe. And so, uh, uh, he was looking at his status in life. Let me tell you something. Your gifts and callings in life have nothing to do with your status in life. It has everything to do with God, with what God put in you, what God put in you. It's what's your status in the, in the heavenly realm. Um, and that God needs you to be, that God needs to be made manifest, fest, manifest in the earthly realm. <laughs> Let me say that again. What's your, your status and position in the heavenly realm that God needs to be made manifest in the earthly realm because Jesus was God on earth. That was his status in the heavenly realms. But if you were to look at him in, in the earthly realm, he was he was um, from Nazareth. Nazareth. Can anything good come from out of Nazareth? I remember reading that in the book because Nazareth was a place that was known for good stuff coming out of it. <laughs> but in the heavenly realm, oh, that's a whole nother story. Uh uh, somewhere I had to find the corporate Jesus in there. <laughs> but what I'm telling you today is that it's okay sometimes that uh, it's okay sometimes that you may feel the way you feel, but you have to overcome those enemies of faith. Uh, 
And in order to overcome him, you have to recognize what Rick Gideon recognized uh, that he had to take God on his journey with him. And then um, he had to trust God would help him to complete and finish the task strong, strong. When you give into the doubt and worry and fear and them and holding you back, you won't be able to finish because faith, uh, faith is what you believe. Um, faith is what you need. Faith is what you believe and it drives you into action. The best way to overcome the enemies of faith is to take God on your journey with you and be willing to admit where you are struggling and ask God for the solution. Because God understood what circumstances caused you to be shook up or traumatized. God understands the circumstances surrounding you that may have broken you, broken down your confidence and trust. God gets it. But the thing you have to come into um, knowledge of is first how much God loves you and is willing to fight for you. And second, that he is willing to meet you where you are and build a thing within you. Um, build the necessary things within you so you can complete the assignments and purposes um, he has for you to finish on earth. Um, you can't do faith alone without God. Um, I don't care uh, where you at, but when it comes to the things of God and you're trying to get things accomplished um, that are um, that are God focused, you're going to need God. I've heard people say, you know what, I'm just going to wait um, to do certain things because I got to get to a certain point in my life before I feel like I can get saved or I got to get to a certain point in my life um, before um, this or before that. Let me tell you something, anything that's involving God in your life, you're going to need God um, to in order to get it done. Um, you can try your own hum human capacity to try to do spiritual things and uh, make manifest um, things that God has spoken um, in the spiritual realm and try to make it manifest in the earthly realm. But the only one, the only one who can do that is God. You're going to need God. Stop trying to do everything on your own and uh, live by faith. Live by faith that God can do it, that God will do it, um, and God will help you through whatever it is that you need him to help you through. Um, so Gideon, um, I, 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 if you're reading the story of Gideon, I love where God just kind of was like, you know, I've, I've given it to you, you can go down and pretty much win the battle. But if you fear, if you fear, then go first here and take your servant and pretty much um, get confirmation on um, what I'm saying. Do you know that Gideon chose to take his servant and go because he was afraid? That was him stepping into the knowledge. I'm afraid, so I'm gonna go and I'm gonna get this confirmation first, and then um, I'll, it'll help me to further believe what God said that I it's, it's time for me to go and get the victory, and so. Um God will meet you where you are. Um, God will meet you where you are. Um, you don't have to worry about whether or not God um, can do it, whether God will do it. God will meet you where you are. And God, uh, with, thing, with God, all things are possible. So we're going to go ahead and pray out this prayer. And I pray that as you go through your life, um, you will begin to just kind of... Um, You'll be kind of uh, live it with live within faith and understand that there are things that are trying to attack your faith, um, your faith, whether it's faith in God, whether it's faith in what God said, whether it's faith in day to day. And you may say, well, I don't I don't I may not have faith. Um, you have faith somewhere. You have faith somewhere. That's why you eat. You eat because you feel like that food is going to help sustain you. And so you keep on eating it. And let me tell you something. When God begins to feed your faith, it's going to be made evident to you and you're going to begin to see the growth. But you have to give God that opportunity um, to come into your life in order for your faith to be fed and for it to grow. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. 
Um, and so uh, one of the things that you have to overcome um, concerning faith is if you don't go and hear the word of God, your faith can grow. So overcome the, the, the stagnation um, that may come if you don't go and um, listen and get yourself fed the word of God. So dear Heavenly Father, we're going to go ahead and pray this in this podcast with a prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you for your love. We thank you for your peace. I pray, Lord God, for those who may be struggling in their faith, Lord God, that you would just be there with them, Lord God, and just increase their faith, Lord God, and meet them where they are and allow them to see, Lord God, that you are there with them through whatever they may be facing, Lord God, through whatever storm, Lord God, they may be going through. You are the good father and there is none like you in all the earth. You are the good father and there is none greater than you, Father God. We praise you. We bless your holy name. Thank you for surrounding us, Lord God, with your love, your joy, your peace, and you having your angels and camp run about us. There is none like you in all the earth. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I pray that you will go forward and be blessed. Hello, everybody. This is Lynn Stacy with the Victoriously Anointed Podcast. I am so glad that you could join me for today's episode. Remember to like, subscribe, and follow the page you can follow on YouTube at Lynn Stacy Studios on Instagram and Facebook. Be blessed and have a good one.